When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. I'm still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. But I'll have, I'll what do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. T- distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. Have it. You, you no no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline and deadline. Dude, are you even listening to me right now? Alright guys, it's that time of year. You love it. It's almost turkey season. Time to break out YouTube and start practicing on the way to work. What's that? Oh, you need a new diaphragm call? Kyle Allen over at ANF Custom Calls has your back. For just $7, you can get either a competition or a hunter series call in Batwing, V-Cut, or Combo Cut. And, if you tell him we sent you, by giving him code WDP20, you get free shipping. How can it be a deal like that? Head over to Facebook or Instagram, send them a message. Kyle will hook you up and help you put hooks on the ground. And remember, that's ANF Custom Calls. As always, a huge thanks to our OG sponsor, Williams Archery in Edinburgh, PA. Ron and Linda Williams, they are phenomenal people, and they have the know-how to get you back in the woods. Bow tuning, hands-on shooting lessons, and a wide variety of products for you to choose from. Go check them out, or give them a call at 724-667-9660. After you get your bow tuned, what do you need? You need the most bad-to-the-bone broadhead on the market. How about one that's made in America? By veterans. Hmm? I can get something better than made in America by veterans. Look no further than veteran innovative products. Matt and Cindy Federer, they can get this thing in your hands. And on your arrow, ready to rock. Just think about this. Flies like a field point. Kills like a bazooka fired by a bald eagle with Ted Nugent playing stranglehold in the background. Come on. Are you kidding me? Head over to Veteran Innovative Products, VeteranIP.com, and get some today. You won't be disappointed. All right, get into the episode. Welcome to episode 60 of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin, and join me in the Rack Shack, nice and toasty in here. It's April. <laughs> Just kidding. Charles Hedlund, how you doing, buddy? Doing good, man. It's definitely <laughs> not April. You got me thinking there. I'm like, I have no clue what date it is. Yeah. I don't know. Brain melted you. 
it, it messed me up. I, I don't need that stuff. It's all good, man. There's, there's enough going on, okay? Yeah. How you doing, buddy? I am doing okay. Excellent. Good I here. I am doing okay. I am working way too much right now. That's no End of now. year, man. There's a lot going on, but turkey season got me fired up. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, the thought of turkey season. Yeah. But I got one more chance at a whitetail in Pennsylvania. One more bonus hunt. And that's what I'm going to put it all put it all in. I'm, I like it. I'm, I'm borrowing the shotgun from you. Yeah. Going down to 2B, Allegheny County, and I am going to try to find... Maybe I'll just sneak onto that property. I saw that tank in Cranberry Township. <laughs> I might. You, man. It's behind a huge development. Like, it's not posted, right? That's what everybody in Pennsylvania says. It's not posted. <laughs> it's not posted. <laughs> How true is that? <laughs> How many people have you hunted with before where you, you're like, dude, you have permission? Well, it's not posted. Listen, I know people who, like, laugh at posted signs, so... Yeah, nah, see, I don't do that. <laughs> I don't either. I, I will respect the posted yeah. sign, because they're there literally just to keep the honest people out. But I hunt with too many people, and I, I get that mentality sometimes. You know, I say, hey, it ain't posted. Look on Onyx, it's someone in Florida owning the property. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to hunt there. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is, man. But, you know, what about yourself, man? What's going on? Just chinchilling, man. Getting some stuff together. I mean, I still have all of my bow hunting stuff in my truck. I probably should take that out now. But, yeah, uh, yeah I wish I'd go down 2B with you on the Saturday, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, our, our guest is talking about Ohio hunting, too. And Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Um, I really do want to go Ohio. It, it ends at the end of this month. And... You know, if his if his counterpart doesn't hold up to his end of the deal, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, next month. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's perfect. We got all kinds of time, buddy. We're going. All right. So, anyways, Ohio deer, Um, it's it's almost February. Yeah. Uh, I got to shift my focus. Ohio deer, here's my seasons. Ohio deer, trout. No, no, no. Turkey. Ohio deer. Shed. Shed. Trout. Scouting. Trout. Turkey. Turkey. Rattlesnake. Okay. <laughs> You're all mixed up. You got your priorities in the wrong place, kid. That's okay. Yeah. If any uh, outdoor company out there needs a good accountant, uh, hit me up. I'm available for hire. And I can clean bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> We're both in very needed positions. You know, everybody needs those positions in their company. Yeah, man. Yeah. I agree. All right. Well, um, he's been pretty quiet. He's been patient. Let's, uh, and this guy, you know what? This guy right here to my left. You know him. You love him. <laughs> number one in your hearts and number one in your program. The Turkey Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> Lane Baker. <laughs> What's up, brother? Not much. Welcome back, man. It has been a long time. It's a pleasure. A lot of shit has died oh, since you've last been in here. <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> yes, it has. Some big shit died thanks to your hands. It has. Yeah. That's awesome. We're talking squirrels. Oh. We're talking rabbits. We did kill squirrels. He did. We, did you? Did I you kill squirrels? I didn't no, kill I, one squirrel. I, I, <laughs> I killed some squirrels. You killed a squirrel. Yeah. <clears throat> you killed rabbits. I've not gotten out rabbit hunting yet. I have. I've got a rabbit hunt a couple times. We talked about getting together for, you know. Oh, we got to do it, man. I got the youth 20 ready to rock, man. Uh, you oh, say the yeah. word. You guys say Our the word. Supposed to use Our the 20 gauge 20s, single. Man. Let's make it day. Sam. I mean, if we can pull Lane from killing all these coyotes, 
<laughs> you know? I need one day of your time. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be a full I'll day. To, I'll have to pencil you in. Yeah. <laughs> Can we have a morning? Saturday morning, well, preferably? Afternoons are best for me after coyote hunting. Okay, so coyotes in the morning? <laughs> yeah. Afternoon's fine as long as it's a nice sunny day. That's actually really good yeah, for rabbits. Yeah, let them come out. Yeah. yeah. After yeah. the sun warms things up. Absolutely. And come, yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not you, It's not really fair. You can hunt coyotes on Sundays. You can't mm-hmm. hunt rabbits on Sundays, mm-hmm. which really, really, you know how many rabbits there are out there right now? Yeah. You I know how many old, coyotes we need to kill? Uh, yeah, but there's a lot more <laughs> rabbits than coyotes, okay? There's a lot of gardens going to waste because we're not eliminating the rabbit population. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> I don't yeah, think there's yeah. as many rabbits as there has been in the past. Mm. Like, growing up, you know, when I was a kid. Yeah. But I, I, you know, we used to shoot a lot of rabbits. And it, I just, I don't see them as much. You I know, will They're agree. out there, but not nearly what there was. Yeah. I will totally agree with that statement. I know when I was a kid, rabbit hunting some of my fondest memories, and we used to just slay bunnies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we would stack them up, and we didn't even have good dogs. We yeah. Just, just by numbers. Yeah. Sometimes. You could just go yeah. kick brush. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. with numbers, and we would put them down. Mm-hmm. But what I guess what I was referring to is, compared to like three years ago, four years ago, it seemed like there was no rabbits around. Over the last few years, it seems like we've gotten some pretty good springs mm-hmm. with some rabbit hatch and, and the birth and everything else. There's been good numbers. Over the yeah. last two years, rabbits. Oh, yeah, man. We're actually going to have a rabbit hunting podcast here pretty quick. Rabbit and hare. Are we? Yeah. Buddy I work with runs a lot of beagles. They kill a lot of rabbits. They just got done with their hare hunt. They went up for a week. They did phenomenally. They always do. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's cool. Do they Snow use uh, different dogs for their hares, or is it just mm, their normal same rabbit normal dogs? normal rabbit dogs, but they run uh, two different packs. They'll run five dogs one day. Another whole different set of five dogs the next yeah, day. Fresh, yeah, yeah, fresh dogs. Yeah, fresh keep, dogs. You keep get up fresh. there in the hills, yep. man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They go all day long. All they can day. cover 20 miles. Absolutely. Yep. Well, yeah, that's like, cool. I'm excited for that. Yeah, it's going to be a cool podcast. Kind I've of always like, wanted the hare hunt. Yeah. That's kind of what we do with the coyote dogs, you know. Yeah. We run, you know, different dogs, you know, different days mm-hmm. and just keep them fresh, keep them exercised, different dogs, you know, run, you know, four or five one day and the next run a different four or five and mm-hmm. just keep, you know, Keep them fresh. Keep dogs exercised, and it seems like you're buying a dog for every uh, hunting <laughs> hunting activity right, you can use a right. dog for, huh? Yeah, yeah. I got uh, my lab, and of course, we got my husky as just a pet. And pulling your dog's leg, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, great dog. Yes, <laughs> and then yeah, they got my my walkers. So nice, yep. nice. It's exciting, man. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. really exciting. Uh, I mean, that's why I bought it. Well, I didn't buy it. I got a beagle. Uh, for that reason, mm-hmm. to hunt with, you know, and now he's just like a, is there a spider on your mic? Oh my God. Because I can't talk with there's a spider on your mic. I might shoot it with my pistol. <laughs> do you need a, a light or something? Oh my <laughs> we God. need to do something. Bad idea. Oh my God. That's a horrible idea. That was horrifying. Continue. Uh, anyways. <laughs> um, so, anyways, sorry. Lane, my friend. You have been laying down some coyotes, but let's go back. Last time we talked to you was turkey season, mm-hmm. which appreciate you bringing me out in turkey season, by the oh, way. Oh, man. If we didn't cover that last time, my that was pleasure. a lot of fun. Yeah. We got yeah. to do it again this year for sure. Oh, absolutely. All 100%. Of us. Yeah. Um, of us. But before that, Ohio's got to happen, man. Mm-hmm. You know that. I agree. It's got to happen. Mm-hmm. We got to keep it rolling. Oh, yeah. You've killed some pretty interesting things this year, huh? You've I had have. quite a year. Yeah, I have. 
Yes, well, sir. what are you what are you contributing to this year, huh? We talked about it already. What do you think brought the luck this year? Well, um, I guess I should say it started out in in September. This has uh, been my best year and very fortunate year uh, with the birth of my daughter in early September. And what a blessing that has been. Uh, you know, she brings so much joy to my wife and and I's life. And you know, a buddy of mine told me, you know. During through my wife's pregnancy, you know, he said this upcoming season is going to be your best year. You know, uh, you know, you're having your first child and everything. And I'm like, oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, um, it's been exciting. You know, it, it started out early with you know, and she she keeps us busy. She's a handful, but you know, my wife plays a big role. And and uh, thank goodness to her, uh, you know, she helps out a lot and still understands. You know the hunting side of things and uh i i get room to to get out and 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 you know do what i like to do and and enjoy the outdoors and we've snuck her out we've snuck her (laughs) out in the blind she's already been out hunting with us um she saw a bigger buck than i did this year for sure (laughs) she uh yeah uh, adeline um which she's uh, about four and a half months now going on five months in early uh september mid-september she got out with Dana and I in the blind like three times. And at one point, Dana actually almost shot a buck. We had, uh, we had several deer within 20 yards of our blind. And it was funny. She, you know, she did good. I mean, for heck, <laughs> not even a month old. <laughs> a couple yeah. weeks old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some people think it crazy, but, uh, you know, it, it was warm. You know, it was warm out. We had her, you know, all bundled up and, uh, deer would come in. She'd start to fuss and hungry. So we'd give her a bottle and I'd hold her and, <laughs> It, it was cool, man. It's just an experience, and uh, you know we're so blessed to have a, a beautiful baby girl, yeah, and, and a healthy girl. And uh, you know, I can't wait till you know. I don't want her to to grow fast, which she already. I mean, she's growing like a bad weed. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't. Is there wanna... a good weed? <laughs> well, <laughs> it depends who you ask. <laughs> Um, but no, you know, I don't want to speed things up, but I, I can't wait till she's, you know, old enough to where she's right there clinging to me and, yeah. and which she's already clinging to me, but, uh, you know, right there on my hip running through the woods with me. I can't wait for that moment. So, That's so you awesome. don't bring her 30 feet up in the tree with you yet? Not yet. Yeah. I don't think Dana would approve of that. Well, if we yet. get her in a saddle, I think she'd be okay. Mm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just put well, her in a hoist and just hoist her. Make to the a little top. mini saddle for her. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think she'd be safe. You know, your daughter's gotten a shout out on this podcast already. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. First yeah. of Couple many. Times, First of many. Yeah. That is just right. wait till she can hold a, a bow and a gun. It's gonna be deadly. I know she's gonna be killing bigger deer than that. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be scary. Yeah. I, I don't doubt it for seven a second. years old, one sixty. I'm calling it. <laughs> <laughs> Mentor hunt. You know what? This is actually a good topic. We've probably never had the opportunity to talk about, and I'm sure you're thinking about it a lot. It's on the back of your mind. But what what do you think is a comfortable age to start? You know, bringing a kid out as a like a what do they call it? Mentored youth? Mentored yeah, correct. Youth. Correct. So, yeah, that's actually a really good topic. I haven't heard it um, be really spoke about much. Um, so, I was brought up into this, into the, you know, hunting industry mm-hmm. at a very young age. I mean, I believe I shot my first deer when I was like five, right around five. I still have the shotgun shells. Wow. 20, 20 gauge, single shot, 20 gauge. Um, you know, it was handed down to me. I shot a doe. I could, I was so young, I'll never forget. It's, a, it's an iron, you know, pullback mm-hmm. safety. And I couldn't even pull it back, you know, but I don't know whether it was just because it was so cold or, you know, I just couldn't get it back. But yeah, you know, I was brought into it young and, and, you know, I just kind of passed it down through my nephews, my, my, uh, my sister's kids. 
And, uh, you know, for example, Carter, I don't know if you had a chance to meet him. Yeah, dude's a killer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So, He's a um, slayer. He actually started, I started him at five. You know, before then, you know, we shot bows and guns, you know, you know, taught him, you know, safety and, and, and ethics and all, all that. You know, we went through the whole, the whole shebang and, uh, you know, coming up into his, uh, you know, five years old, you know, and he, you know, he was the same as me. He would, you know, ask for, guns and bows for christmas and his birthday hunting stuff and he loved it just like i and uh he you know i took him under my wing and started him off at five i thought he was ready you know it's probably different for everyone um sure. you know different kids you know Maturity whether they were levels yeah and whether they were in, in, introduced into you know if they have an interest in the outdoors or whatnot but uh yeah you know five years old he was killing turkeys deer you know, so it all depends, but uh, I think even even if they tag along with you, whether you know it's your kid or cousin or friend, friends, you know, I highly suggest getting you know our youth involved because you know, face it, that's our future. There's nothing better than taking kids out and and you know enjoying the experience, and it just whether you're even successful, what you know, harvesting an animal or not, you know, it's it's a load of fun. You yeah. know, taking a kid out there and you know teaching them different things about the outdoors and. It's, it's in my eyes, it's one of the best things, you know, but so enjoyable. You know, yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, that even if they're not participating, you're right. You're Correct. just getting them out and they're learning woodsmanship at mm-hmm. such a young mm-hmm. age mm-hmm. that I feel, you know, and it shows in your nephew that, man, they advance so quickly <laughs> when, when you got them out there at five years old, starting to learn things and going through experiences and, and having screw ups and having successes and failures, you know, you learn so much quicker. And by Correct. the time you're, in your teens and you can start going out on your own, you're just a, a downright killer. You know, you're, you're absolutely, you've learned it all. I mean, not, you haven't learned it all, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, you've learned a lot more than the typical, I started out at 12 years old with a rifle in my hand, you know? Yeah. I mean, that, that's a late start compared to five. That's seven years. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, me growing up, I didn't really have that. You know, my, my mom and dad, they divorced. I think I mentioned that in the, in the previous podcast, they, you know, at a young age. So I didn't mm-hmm. really have that. I had my uncles and, and some friends and stuff. You know, my dad had a little partake in it and, you know, in a few years of it, you know, my early age. But after that, I really have any. It was just me. You know, I was yeah. teaching myself, reading things online, YouTube, and, you know, looking at magazines. It's nice to have that, you know, mentor, you know, whether it be just even a friend, you sure. know, to, in, in, in the eyes of a youth hunter. I still get, you know, young kids, you know, always, you know, asking me, hey, if you have time, you know, I, I love that. You know, if I, mm-hmm. I, I always try to set things aside and take someone young and introduce them, you know, and to see them, for example, my nephew, to see him grow and what he's learned and what I've, you know, kind of handed down to him. And it's really neat. You know, he's such a successful hunter um, and knowledgeable too. Like for, I think he's, he's 15 now. And the things he knows, uh, you know, there's adults that, you know, don't even, yeah. you know, can't even keep up. It's I can just, hold a conversation with him like I'm talking to you or Austin. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he understands it's what's going on. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and he enjoys it. You know, I've been there for almost every single one of his harvests. Maybe I can count maybe two. Like just this past year, he went with a friend, which is really cool. He's branching out and kind of enjoying it with other people now. Yeah. That's and awesome. Yeah. He killed a doe this year with a crossbow with his, his friend, Anthony. And, uh. It's really neat to see to sit back and be like, you know, he's he's good. He was by him, you know, he was off a ways, you know, he had to be so close, but you know, he was like eighty yards or something from Anthony. They could see each other and you know, he did you know, did everything himself. And it's to sit back and, you know, know that I had to partake in that and you know, he's enjoying it. You know, he's so if he wants to hunt, he 
you, you know, he has, you know, the, the skills and the knowledge to, to go out and yeah. do what he wants to do and what he loves to do. So that's, awesome, that's really interesting. I mean, I know when I started off, even archery hunting, you know, I was really under my dad's wing. He would set the stand up for me. He would take me out. He would show me the woods. He would really very good at teaching and, you know, how to find and kill deer. He was mm-hmm. very, very good at it. One, one of the best killers I know. And, you know, it wasn't probably until I took my first deer with my bow and I gained permission on the property myself. I found my own spot scouting and I ended up killing my first deer when I was 14 years old or 15 years old. Something That's so like that. cool and so rewarding. And it, it wasn't until that moment that I was absolutely hooked beyond belief. Like mm-hmm. I loved hunting before that point, but that's when it, it all clicked. Like I, that was more of a proud moment in myself than anything, mm-hmm. you know, by mm-hmm. far just going out on your own and first archery kill. It, it, it was just surreal. Yeah. So sure. cool. So mm-hmm. I think he'll, I think he'll really appreciate the fact that even though you've really guided and helped him all through the years, mm-hmm. he's finally done it on his own. And, and now, yeah. And now like he has a younger brother. Heck, he's, and they grow so fast. My goodness. I remember when Carter was, you know, right there beside me, tiny, you know, young, yeah. young boy. And, um, yeah, they grow so fast. He's, heck, he's going to be driving soon. He's going to be 16 years old, but he has a younger brother. He's, uh, eight or nine now. Um, maybe, maybe actually going on even 10. He shot his first buck, what? Not this, not this past year, but the year before. He shot a really, really nice Jeez. eight point for his first deer. I mean, and he was jacked. He, he, <laughs> and then, uh, they have, um, so Carter has a younger sister, uh, which would be Gage's older sister. Mm-hmm. Um, she's 12 going on 13, I believe. And the same, not this past season, but the year before she shot her first buck. They actually nice. all tagged out the first year. It was, it was, uh, Carter. They kind of had a competition between them one another <laughs> and, uh, you know, sisterly, you know, brother thing. And, uh, yeah, um, uh, Bailey shot a, a spike. Hers was her first one. I mean, 270. She's all by herself right there. I was right behind the gun. Um, you know, I didn't, you know, help her. And, you know, she, she was on the, like the, uh, Caldwell sled, the, the yeah. shooting rest yeah. and, uh, the, uh, spike come out probably I don't know 150 yards and one shot just dropped in his track. That's awesome. <laughs> That's yeah, cool, and, man. And and she's like, and right like, for example, like just that moment, you know, she enjoyed it so much. Like she's always wanting to go out in the woods. You know, this past Christmas, she's at like her number one. I asked her, said, you know, Bailey, I said, what what do you want most for Christmas? She's like, well, I asked for hunting stuff, hunting clothes, and just the you know. You know, she's growing to enjoy the outdoors and, and really like, and this, this year she got a, she got a gun, uh, 243 and a bunch of hunting clothes. That's awesome. And we went out, uh, I think it was the first weekend of deer and I took her out and she shot a, a four point. Oh, so I don't sweet. know if you guys seen that, that picture on, did, on, yeah. on social. That's and, cool, man. Yeah. She was stoked. Uh, so yeah, Gage didn't get out much, um, but her and Carter shot, Carter shot a real nice buck in Clarion. Beautiful buck. Did you see that Dude, one? that was yeah. a good deer. Yeah. Yeah. He shot that deer. in, uh, in Clarion up at my, uh, our grandfather's and, uh, yeah. So it, for the kids, it, I mean, that's our future and there's, yeah. there's nothing better because, you know, my memories looking back when I was a kid, that's all I remember, you mm-hmm. know, going out with my loved ones and my family and friends and, and enjoying the outdoors and, uh, you know, that's something that they remember for the rest of their lives. You totally know I mean? agree, man. Totally agree. Yeah. So, yeah, I turned into a bit of a loner this year even. Um, you know, we, we've gotten so focused on like mobile hunting and, and this whole new and all the different, you know, hunt like a beast, whatever you want to call it methods that we've been taking on and, and being successful with over the last two years. It's got me like 
beyond hooked into even farther into hunting like this aggressive tactic. And it's it's kind of relieving to think about, you know, I've gone through some things on this off season coming in. Like, I got to step it back a little bit because, you know, I miss the days of going out and hunting a lot more with family. Like, we'd go up to camp, we'd all be up there, but I would be, you know, a mile and a half back in the woods all by myself somewhere. But my nephew's going to be 12 next year. So I really got to focus on mm-hmm. starting to take him out too um, because he, he started shooting. He's got his own bow. He started shooting his own bow in the yard, you know, and he's he's got an interest through us for hunting because his parents don't hunt. My sister, it's my sister's kid. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't hunt. Her husband doesn't hunt. But he sees all of us and he's like totally infatuated with it. But, you know, I think uh, it would be, it's going to be a good year for for me, myself, even to reflect back and kind of go back to the roots, mm-hmm. you know, take it back to the roots. So this is what we love to do it for. You know, it's not all about killing a big buck. Right. You know, and right. I think I got sure. lost in chasing mm-hmm. that because of some of the success I've had over the last Correct. few years and, and kind of lost sight of it. It's got to be more about, you know, family too. <clears throat> Absolutely, man. I couldn't agree more. I'm in the same boat as you. My nephew is going to be 12 this coming year. Yeah. And he asked me, uh, actually on Thanksgiving. If I would take him hunting this year, and I couldn't be more happy, like yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I'm so excited. It's gonna be so. And much I always fun. say, you know, uh, you know, to get a kid or youth, uh, so to speak, involved in the outdoors, you know, there's no better time than spring. Spring turkey yeah, is I agree. honestly, because face it, you know, to hear them turkeys light up. Every there's no I don't know anyone that does like if you don't if smile you, when you hear a bird gobble right oh. you should see the kids eyes light up when they when they hear their first gobble it's it's something awesome it's it's an experience for them and and for you also um so I oh, always yeah. suggest you know if you're getting a youth involved you know take them spring turkey hunting you know to, you know you see all the the wildlife the baby animal you know you got your your deer that are being born in the spring you yeah, got yeah. your you know everything's being born you get all the the nice colors of the spring and it's still warm they can enjoy they're not freezing out there, you know. Um, so spring gobbler and, and and also squirrel hunting, you know, them mm-hmm. two right there, are two big, you know, how I kind of got my nephew involved. His first year he shot uh, a Jake with a 410 at like 25 yards <laughs> and uh, really neat. And there's a story behind that whole hunt. You know, it, it was a little interesting at first, but uh, yeah, it, it, it it's cool, you know. Yeah. Couldn't agree more, man. Couldn't agree more. I'm really looking forward to the spring. I, I've gotten really hooked on turkeys over the last few years. Mm. It's been a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I think I think if we get the opportunity to do some out-of-state turkey hunting this year, we need to take full advantage of it because I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. Like, as many turkeys as I can kill, I'm all about it. What do you think, Austin? Dude, I'm down for it. I, I know, know how like crazy you've got the last couple of years. Like, <clears throat> when I first met you, it was like the first year that you got into like turkey hunting, like hardcore. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a switch for you. You were like, oh, I've never turkey hunted like a, that much. Like we didn't really do it as a family. And like you got that first like real legit experience and you were like dove in off yeah. the deep end, man. And I didn't, even kill, I didn't even kill a turkey in those first yeah. two, two or three years that I really got into it. It was just going out with my, my friend Bud and his dad Jr. And, and hunting with them and doing it, you know, and rem- just doing it more. Learning how to call. I mean, I got totally hooked on listening to different podcasts and YouTube videos and learning how to call and learning how to use a mouth call. That was the biggest reason I went and goes because I didn't have anybody go with the call. Yep. You know, and and just got totally hooked on it. I love it. It's not hard. It's not. It's not hard to get hooked on turkey on. There's something about, you know, calling in a turkey, you know. They're smart birds. I mean, they can be dumb at times. You know, it's a a dumb but smart bird, you know. 
speak their language and, and to learn their vocalism and everything, you know, all the sounds and, and to learn. It's neat. I, I just, I love Turkey on the... I, I think it is the back and forth the most that, that got me hooked. You know, you're talking to an animal, basically, Absolutely. in a way. You're you're interacting. Like, you can grunt at a deer all you want. You know, maybe they might look at you and they might walk in. They're not like, they're not elk, you know? And turkeys are just really small elks in my mind. Yep. And, and that's what drives people to elk hunt. Like yeah. me, like the first time elk hunt, it's like hunting a big turkey. Absolutely. You know, they come in screaming and that's what drives me, you know, for the turkey hunting, for the elk hunting. It's all the same, just different animals, different vocalism. And man, they're, it's exciting. You know, you're not sitting in a tree yeah. stand waiting on them or, you right. know, you're going right. to them or you're calling them into you. And it's, it's an experience. It really is. Let's just work this whole podcast backwards. So speaking of elk. <laughs> I, was just, I was just going to switch gears. There we might not that. even want to get into elk. Speaking oh, of elk, God. though, I did want to bring up, you got to be getting ready for that elk trip you guys are doing this year, huh? <laughs> so I just had, uh, we had a meeting in my garage, uh, Tanner, Boer, Jelf. And uh, myself, uh, yeah, we, we I had them over uh, just last week. Uh, we sat down and strategized and got a little gear list going. And uh, yeah, so we'll be, we got a date set. I don't know, my oh, goodness. you did pick oh, a yes. date. Oh, yes, boy. We got a date I know, set. September in Idaho. Correct? Yes, it is in Idaho, northern Idaho, the panhandle. And oh, we'll, yeah, we we'll, hunt the panhandle around here, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, oh, gosh, Bill would know the, the, uh, he would kick me on this. Um, so I want to say we're leaving, or, or we're we're trying to shoot for hunting around the seventeenth of September, okay, and hunting till like the twenty twenty uh, fifth. So a little over a week. Yeah, try to be there by the seventeenth. Catch like the mid to to end <laughs> of it. Uh, we don't want to get there where it's too early. Uh, I was there a couple years ago around the last like the last week of september and they were hot same area we're going and they okay. were really really hot so cool. we're gonna try to catch the mid you know the mid rut and then into the to the end and uh hope it's good man it's gonna be awesome man. oh it's these guys awesome. are gonna be in for you know you know all these guys you know jeff boer tanner they've never you know really experienced even the west you know yeah so i told them you know we're driving out and get to experience you know the travel part of it and all the views and uh what the west has to offer in the midwest you know, take it all in and it's going to be a good fun, you know, good hunt with all our, you know, good buddies. And, you know, we're going to do it rough, rough it, you know, spike, you know, spike camp and hike in, see what we can do. That's going to rock their world, man. Yeah. Idaho is a whole new animal. Oh, dude. yeah. It's a lot honestly, of big hills, beautiful. right? A lot of big hills. A lot of big hills. Yeah. So we're, the, so <laughs> the, the panhandle on the, the uh, area of public land we're hunting, it's a lot of big, uh, you know, dark forest. So it's nice. a big timber area. So it's not cool. much, it's not much open land. It's all real, uh, you know, timber not that, that's getting the full experience right there for them yeah that's getting it, the full experience and you know it's going to be up close and personal it ain't like and maybe the following year we talk or the you know the year after we might switch it up and do a different hunt you know a different style sure. you know, more open land rocky you know this is just going to be you know there is some steep mountains don't get me wrong but it will be high in elevation but it's going to be real dark like you know even at noon it it's dark in the forest like it's it's a lot of you know deep dark forest pines and uh you know, they're not much open area, so it's going to be up and close, you know, up close personal hunting. That's awesome. Yeah. It should help with some stalks then. You yeah. Know, it should go in your, your favor. Mm -hmm. That's cool, yeah. man. You mm -hmm. just got to worry about all that deadfall. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. I've yes. gotten deadfall before. It can be interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially out there. Yeah. All those lodgepole pines turns into like a giant matchstick Well, mess. you know why. It's Bigfoot. It's a Sasquatch. <laughs> it's Sasquatch. Yeah, man. Speaking of yeah. the, the elk, you see uh, be a uh, 
the Martonics yeah. film. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that was cool, man. I that chatted so with cool. him a little bit, congratulated yeah, him. I was yeah, like, dude, same. that's yeah. awesome. He's a yeah. good dude. Yeah, he is. He's uh, you know, really, you know, made a thing for himself and uh, very well deserved. <laughs> you know, and that's a great film. Too. Yeah. Speaking of which, if you're listening, go look at East Meets West podcast. It's awesome. It's, it's, yes, really. yes. And his YouTube we're talking about is under Bo Martonic. Yeah. B E A U, and it's under Synergy is the film Correct. that we're speaking of, and it is a great, great short film it's phenomenal yeah, yeah Bo set a, a goal for himself and you yeah, know he's tackled been after it. it for years yes man. he has like four, what four years four or something years, and think. uh yeah he went after it hard and that was idaho just, too wasn't yes it? Yeah, yeah, yeah he was he yeah. was hunting colorado i think for the first few years yeah. and then he just they changed it up maybe maybe due to uh you know the amount of hunters they're running into maybe in colorado i think uh colorado's tough yeah plus <laughs> idaho numbers success wise were coming up i mean the percentages were better when i was doing a lot of research into it because i was thinking i wanted elk hunt Idaho seemed like the right place to do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. there there or possibly Wyoming were yeah. the two choices I, I was looking into. Yeah, I, I really like uh, Idaho. You know, we I've been to, you know, many of them states out there. And I don't know, something about Idaho. Yeah. Um, it just, I really enjoy it. And in that area I've been in the north, uh, it just seemed there's a lot of elk in the area. And I'm, I'm excited to get back out there, man. I've, I've literally, it hasn't left my mind since that time I've stepped out of the state. It's just, that's all I think about. I don't know whether it's, you know, we don't have that here and it's just, there's something about them elk bugling at you. It's, there's nothing, nothing like it. Giant turkeys. Giant turkeys. That's it. Well, going back to that, then I guess you're going to need to practice when we do that uh, out-of-state West Virginia turkey trip. So make that happen. Oh, God. That's good practice. We are definitely going to have to plan that. Big hills. Reel it in, guy. We got some other stuff we got to do. Let's jump topics, man, because you shot an elk this year, basically. It looked like an elk. (laughs) It looked like an elk. (laughs) Lane, I want you to start, like, you don't got to be, like, super detailed, but start at the beginning of your season. I want to know how your season kind of kicked off. How wet? Give okay. me some details. Was okay. it good? Was it bad? So yeah, oh, oh, it was great. Um, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll try to sum it up. You know, it's kind of long, but so it kind of all started. Uh, I want details. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll get detailed <laughs> with it. <laughs> so it it started. You know, actually in um like middle to end of August. Nice. Uh, my wife and I took a walk on a farm that I've hunted uh, a few years prior. Um, I've all I've had permission for the farm and uh, throughout the years I just kind of I didn't live you know too close by and I had other farms you know how good you know mm-hmm. I have a lot of properties and you know from year to year you know I jump farms and find the you know what you know mature bucks are and where you know so we just happened to take a walk um and uh we were actually glassing I, I won't forget it we were glassing up on a hillside and uh you know watching three or four bucks down the bottom feeding the alfalfa and over our shoulder about no more than probably 20 yards, Dana. I just look over at Dana and her eyes are huge. And uh, she's like, oh my gosh, don't move. <laughs> and uh, I I had to move. <laughs> you know, I, I, I look over my shoulder and oh my goodness, uh, a buck we kind of named Goofy. He, uh, I think he was a nine point and uh, his one side's real, real big and comes way out past his ear. And the other one's kind of just an average, you know, small, maybe, uh, oh, I don't know, you know, 50 inch side yeah uh just you know something you know just an average you know four point side and and nothing crazy just symmetrical but you know that that one just just stuck out comes way out just real goofy comes up high and and just like does a swirl and uh you know 
ever since then, that farm got us kind of pumped up, you know, seeing that deer and, oh, you know, let's keep coming here and, and checking it out. So we, we continued going to the farm for, you know, almost every other day. And at this point, Dana was, uh, what, like a month away from having Addie. She was real close. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, she's marching around the farm and, you know, all the signs were there. I mean, it was, there was de- polluted with deer. And, uh, I know I was talking to, I think both you guys throughout my season on the farm and I devoted my entire hunting season really to that farm. Yeah. More bucks. You know, I, I, after that day, I went and Dana and I went and placed probably 15 trail cameras throughout, you know, it's, you know, one side of the road and then there's another side and it goes, you know, a mile down the road. The farm continues onto another patch and I put cameras all over and, you know, bucks, more and more bucks popped up in our early season. And, you know, I don't always bank on that because they move, you know, they switch their patterns, um, you know, in, in October, but. You know, this goofy buck kept showing up, you know, in early, you know, same pattern coming out to the alfalfa, you know, field. And I told Dan, I said, we'll try to get you on it early before you have Adeline. And, you know, you know, sealed the deal early. Well, that didn't end up happening. He actually switched earlier than, you know, most bucks do. They He switched his pattern. He kind of disappeared. Um, he never showed back up till, you know, mid-October. He ended up showing yeah. back up. Okay. Um, so it didn't really happen for Dana. You know, she ended up having the baby and, and, uh, September, early September, and uh, actually September 4th. So she kind of was out of it. She didn't really get to hunt much. Um, and then Tanner and I were talking. We actually signed up for that quest hunt tournament. Yep. So, and I kind of felt like I had, a, uh, you know, it was my duty to, as a friend, you know, to help him out too. You know, I took him to turkey hunting and, and he was so excited. We, you know, that last podcast, we talked about his first turkey, ended up killing yeah. two in a matter of a couple of days. His first two <laughs> yeah. ever what, turkey hunt. In the evening and in the morning, the yeah. next morning. Yep. Yeah. His first two gobblers <laughs> and we got it done in a couple of days. It was really neat. So it was kind of, I felt like it was my duty to take him as a friend and, and, you know, try to harvest, get him, get his first buck on film and, First buck with a bow. Yes, first buck with a bow. Super cool. And uh, it was, oh, what, like September? Oh, I don't know. It was it was the first week, I think, of September when Danielle shot hers. Uh, you guys, you know, remember that. You know, my wife and I were on one side of the farm, and I placed them. A really neat hunt. You can see that on their YouTube channel. You know, I placed them. I told them, you know, right where to sit. The wind was perfect that night. It was right. There's a, a group of goldenrods um, right in the middle of the alfalfa field, and the goldenrods were probably five and a half t- foot tall, maybe six foot. And they just, they hunted open, you know, just open style hunting. They got down, you know, made a little, you know, nest in the goldenrods and uh, they had, they had an action packed evening That's crazy. and we were probably like 200 yards away from them. And, and Dana and I, we probably seen, you know, upwards of 20 deer that evening and numerous bucks. Actually, uh, we had a really nice, probably 120 inch eight point coming right into her and uh, ended up catching our wind swirled and ended up catching our wind. And, it boogered out of there, but uh, yeah, I got the text about an hour before uh, a dark. Tanner texted me and said Danielle just shot a real nice one. It was actually Buck I had on camera, and uh, so that kind of kicked it off at that. It, you know, at that time with that farm, you know, we knew we had to stick with it. You know, there was a lot of deer in the area, a lot of bucks, a lot of doe. I mean, you know, the buck to doe ratio wasn't too bad. What um, are you thinking it was? I don't know. You know, s- some nights, you know, you, we would have fifteen. You know upwards of 15 20 deer doe come out and then you would have you know you would have sometimes 10 bucks following you know oh yeah you were almost yeah sometimes one, one, yes, one almost yeah, yeah it's pretty interesting ratio and uh you know it kind of it kind of surprised you know ryan and i like viewing these trail camps like it, we got hyped up checking these truck going you know that was just 
a part of the game. You know, going out every other, you know, every other week, check pulling cards, and it's like, man, we got something special here. Let's continue working on this. Put some, you know, uh, tree stands up and moved around different areas and really watched the wind. And it was neat because one side of the roads, you know, swamp bottom, and you know, had both sides of the road had ag fields. You know, your clover, corn, a little bit of soy, and uh, it was really neat though because if we hunted the one side of the road and we didn't burn it out too much, we could hunt the other. You know, and just kind of hop back and forth. But it wasn't till uh, what mid October we hunted the other side of the road, like our first time hunting that side of the road. At this point in in October, I have we have four or five bucks on our hit list. That okay, yeah, these these deer we would be very happy harvesting. I mean, sure. anywhere from one twenty five inch buck to you know upwards of one fifty one sixty inch deer, and in one specific nine point that we've seen twice. That it was pushing probably 170 class. One of the, oh, one man. of the biggest deer. I've Just seen. a tank. A giant. Yes. Very big, massive, dark horn deer, like old, old deer. And Tanner, you know, was right there with me when we seen it the first time, set eyes on it. Just one of them deer that you can't get out of your mind. So I kind of, you know, set my goal in, in my, you know, my eyes on that deer and, and, and hunted the area. And there was another buck that was uh, like 13, 14 points, uh, split ends, split brows, split twos. We end up having that deer come in. Tanner ain't going to like me for this, but. I think he uh, <laughs> might have mentioned it on the podcast. Uh, yeah. So we, uh, we had that deer come into, uh, I think like 30 yards, the one night on video. And, uh, Tanner ended up putting a shot, you know, sent an arrow at it and, uh, he hit a little high. But if you see in the video, he does, he did hit a little bit of a, like the, a limb hanging down, like leaf part of the deflection. limb. Yeah. You can see the, you can see the limb bounce. So I'm sure that did, you know, take part in it it Probably was a little high of a shot i will say though the buck did uh i, I might <clears throat> i should have whispered in his ear a little bit to ain't you know just set his sight a little bit low because it it dropped it jumped the string quite a bit you can yeah. see that belly almost touched the ground it was yeah. it was because oh, you man. had to stop the deer and it's, yes and that's an old wise buck and pretty openish i, I never try yeah. to stop the deer if i don't have to and in this instance i had to stop deer else it was going to be out of you know, we wouldn't be on it. It was going in the brush behind a big oak tree. It would have been gone. It would have headed into the bedding area and out towards the ag field. Um, so it was either then or never. Yeah. And, uh, he had the opening right there. He was ready and it just, it didn't happen. I mean, for one known reason, it just, he was pretty, he, he got down on that. I mean, that, <laughs> that, that was one of my top two bucks that yeah. I, then you know, I would have been thrilled with, you know, I actually grabbed my bow when I seen it coming in. And the first thing that popped to mind was that nine point that we set sights on uh. you know, like a week prior. <laughs> and, you know, I set my bow. It was funny. I set my bow back on the hook and I look over at Ryan. Ryan's like, what are you doing? It's like, get your bow. What are you doing? I said, get your bow. You, I'll video you shoot it. And the look, he's like, really? He, he grabbed this bow and, you know, it, it, you know, I'd be just as happy, if not more happy, seeing him harvest, you know, his first buck with a bow. I'm oh just saying, you, you know, spoiled him for I can life. see it right now, too, because he's super animated. Yes. <laughs> like, the look on his face, I can see. I know, didn't see it, but I know exactly, <laughs> yeah. like, what right. he was like, you know. He just, was, <laughs> he was pumped. And, yeah. you know, me and, and Ryan and I, you know, we, we had a plan, you know, set from the beginning. We, we signed up for this quest hunt thing, you know, yep. for our state of Pennsylvania. And, uh, you know, we had, we had one thing in mind and, and to have a successful season or at least try, you know, give Absolutely. it all, give it all we got and, and just, and just focus on this one farm. And that's what we did. You know, we did our homework, you know, we, we wrote down, you know, the, the wind direction, you know, from week to week and the, and the weather and what deer movement we seen where, and, you know, we really put our time in and, uh, it ended up paying off, you know, um, after Ryan hit that one high, you know, he was pretty down now. And I told him, you know, if you're, 
if you hunt long enough and, and you're a bow hunter, you know, you're going to have these things. You know, his first year bow hunting or, you know, his second year kind of gone into a little last year, but his first, you know, shot at a buck with a bow, he was pretty down and out. And I told him, you know, I tried to get him back up on, you know, up back in the saddle and, and, you know, he, he was down and out for a little while and, uh, which I understand it's, it's a trophy <laughs> for tough, anyone. Man, that was, tough. that yeah. was easy, probably, you know, 150 inch deer, you know, real, real close to, if anything, you know, upper 140. Yeah. And I mean, you've seen it. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, we were both bummed out, but you know, we regrouped and it wasn't, I don't know, um, was it, uh, the end of October, like 27th, maybe, I don't know, last week of October, hunted the same exact tree. And, uh, that's when his, we, we end up seeing several bucks. And then, uh, the, I don't know, it was like 10, 30, 11, his buck came through by himself, you know, just, you know, checking for does. He came in, you know, I got on with the camera and he put a good shot at like 30 yards, like really good shot. A little worried because it didn't get much penetration. His, his uh, opposite shoulder was back, mm-hmm. cantered back. Just stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I told him not to worry, you know, look, look pretty good. And, uh, we didn't find that deer more than, you know, 70 yards probably from where he shot it. Phenomenal blood trail. Yeah. And he was stoked. You know, I, I don't know, you know, what you and I, uh, Charles, we, we measured it. What it was like 104? Yeah, 105, maybe. 104, something. 105? Yeah, good, good first. I mean, heck, that's Dude, a respectable Pennsylvania. Buck. Yeah. Absolutely, all day. So we were pumped on that. We got back on, you know, the, you know, we were super stoked over that. We're back in the game, you know, that's, that's go, you know, it's, it's yeah. game on. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, that, that put us on the board in the quest hunt thing, you know, at least we got one deer down. And we continued, you know, running trail cameras, moving yeah. around. You know, this is, I haven't hunted this farm in a few years, so we're still kind of learning too, you know. Um, and I only hunted the one side, you know, a few years prior, you know, so we're still learning and more and more bucks were showing up in October. Like it was unbelievable. I just, we couldn't believe it. It was kind of mind blowing at once. We, he'd be sitting at work and I'd be off and I'd be sending him pictures and he's just, this, <laughs> you're killing me. You know, this is just unbelievable. We try to, you know, work around our schedules. You know, him and I had kind of opposite schedules from time to time and we got out together quite a bit. It was like, Oct- I want to say October 17th, the Buckeye shot this year. It showed up on camera right around like October 17th in a betting area. And, uh, I got, a week's worth of daylight pictures of them. Wow. Yeah. Now, mind you, this is on the opposite side of the road from where uh, Ryan shot his buck. Yeah. And uh, so I started hunting that side of the road a little more. And uh, Ryan come with me and everything. And we were seeing great deer. I, we passed up, you know, 115, 120, even, even 130s. I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, you oh, know, um, then he disappeared, gone. You know, I had a series of bucks through mid-October. You know, I only got one pictures of some of them, like the drop time buck. I had yeah. a buck with a drop time on it, like four inch drop time, and it disappeared. And my buck, uh, when it showed up the seventeenth, I put him on the hit list, like number two. And well, because at this point, you didn't you didn't know what was happening with the the split. The split G2, brow, so, whatever you named them. Yeah, like. <laughs> exactly. So, yes, we call them splits because he has splits you, you everywhere. We weren't sure what happened We weren't him. sure whether, you know, he ended up dying from that, from Ryan's uh, shot. Right. Or, you know, and then I had, you know, the buck that I ultimately wanted was that giant nine point that we seen two times. He totally disappeared. We seen him two times and that was it. Yeah. Gone. Never seen him again. And that... That's why they live to be, you know, oh, yeah. that size and that, uh, you know, it, it's just these animals are it's truly amazing and how they can, you know, disappear, not see them, you know, all the times we spend in the woods and they can just disappear and, you know, not see them, you know, yeah. gone. Yeah. It's like, 
Yeah, and in a way, you kind of hope, you know, nothing happened to them. They didn't get and hit by a car. Yeah, and that's poached, it. You know? Everything bad goes through your mind, yeah. back of your head. Like, did it get poached? Did it, you know, did it get hit by a car? You know, did the coyote get it? Right. You know, they play such a good hiding game. And, and you know, we, you know, we can only go so many places and, and, and hunt so hard. And it's just like, you know, eventually it's like something's got to give. You know yeah. what I mean? And And that's when... You start to, you, as you get further in the season, you start, okay, well, I would shoot that buck or, you know, you start to go off the path of the giant and, and, you know, okay, yeah, I'd shoot this one or I'd shoot that one. But back on topic. So it was, uh, you know, Ryan stopped going with me kind of just with work and everything. He was busy. He stopped going like closer to uh, like into the second week of November. He was real busy. So, uh, we're leading into the last week of November. I was on three to threes. Uh, three, three p.m. to three a.m. Twelve hour shift. Oof. Yeah. So, and I had a couple days off per week. Three, four. You know, sometimes five days off per week. And uh, I took it down to the last week, just like I did last last year. I'm hunting across the road now on the same side that Ryan killed his and shot that hit that big buck. Mm-hmm. So it was. Uh, oh, I can look back. It was like the. Let me see here. I just want to make sure I'm correct on these dates. Uh, so it was like the 11th, which would be the last week. Cause I think our season ended on what the 16th. I think it was the 16th. Yeah. So I really hit it hard on, on, uh, Monday the 11th and that side of the road, I, you know, I focused, I stopped really even hunting the other side of the road. I just played the win on the, on the side that we were having all our luck on where Ryan killed his. And it's a, it's a beautiful bedding area and leading into ag fields. We, we end up going back in probably 500 yards. And caught them coming out of their bedding and going to the ag fields. But it was like in between, it was in between two swamps also. It was kind of neat how how everything rolled in together. And, you know, all these, all the doe would come out of the, you know, out of the uh, swamps and out of their beddings, feed through the acorns as they get to the ag fields, which drew the bucks in naturally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you were kind of in a little corridor then. Yeah. 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 So to speak. And, uh, you know, started on the Monday 11th. Well, we were having all that, you know, cold fronts and snow finally. And it Beautiful. was brutal. Yeah, it was bit. It, it was brutal. brutal. And yeah. I was doing. I was pulling all day sits or up until I had to go to work, like two o'clock. Till I had to. I was cutting it like the last second till I had to leave for work. <laughs> and uh, you know, I I, I told my wife. I said, this week I'm. It's every day. This is the last week. I'm putting you know every effort, every bit of effort I can into it. And uh, you know, I think that week every single day I seen a shooter buck. I think I was texting both of you like every <laughs> single day like. Oh my gosh, it was Dude. so close. They yeah. had a had a hundred and thirty inch eight point or I had a you, you know bumped your camera yeah. on the one oh, full I was, draw. I was full draw like on like a <laughs> I was so bummed out, my goodness. When everything you know, you put all this time and effort into it, it would run you know, all season long and and to you know, something to happen so perfect to go so wrong, you know, it, it it's just so frustrating. <laughs> you know, this you know, hundred and forty inch eight point come in dog and a doe just come through it's dog in the same trail and uh you know it's tough you know the rut's tough let alone with a camera you know they will not stop sometimes and that's what i was having trouble with but this deer comes perfect right underneath me 15 yards i'm at full draw and when i you know i end up bumping the camera i end up i should have had it on my left side instead of my right on my you know and when i anchored I just bumped the camera out and it looked straight up at me and it didn't even, it didn't even, uh, didn't even try to figure you out. It took off and my goodness was I bummed. I can only imagine, man. And that's tough because that time of year, like usually those deer, they're chasing doe. They don't care. No. You know? Yep. 
They don't care. Yep. They, they just they just want that dough. They don't right. care what's in front of them or around them. Yeah. You know. And that week, it was so action-packed. I think, you know, starting that Monday, the whole way till when I kill my buck, I kill my buck the 14th, which was that Thursday. Uh, yeah, it was a Thursday. Yeah. And, uh, you know, every day I seen a shooter. Like, plain day, you know, 130, 140, like great bucks. Um, I had a lot, I had, I had two or three really hot dough in the area and it was just, there was box everywhere. It was phenomenal. <laughs> like it was, you, you live, you dream for this. You know what I mean? I remember being at work and getting a text <laughs> from you and just looking down and being like, oh, oh my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Like <laughs> the whole horrible. time I was just waiting to hear like BBD or, you know, just anything. Yep. Like, yep. And that's what Tanner, he would text me every hour. What's the update? You get them, you get, and, cause I, it was just, it was any, it was going to happen at any point. That's, that's how it was going. Like yeah. I knew if I just keep putting, I was putting all day sits in. I mean, from daylight till dark. And there was days it was 12 degrees. I mean, it was cold. It was cold. And, uh, I was so close every day. You know, I'd have a, you know, sometimes multiple times a day. Box would come in and I'd be full draw and they wouldn't stop, whether it be dog and doe or they'd catch my wind swirling. They'd come up behind me and, and downwind and they'd swore and, you know, bust out of there. What something, oh, and it was getting so frustrating. And then and it was Wednesday. I had a, I had a buck come in. Uh, I think it was a nine point, like 130, 135 inch nine point chase and doe. I mean, all, I heard the grunts first behind me, directly downwind of me. Didn't even phase them. Coming in worth like two or three doe chasing. I just had enough time to swing the camera, get full draw and, uh, really steep angle. I rushed a shot shoot. I, you know, I remember texting you guys and I just like barely brushed like the gr- brisket, got a big, you know, little bit of hair there on yeah. the, on the ground and my air, no blood, you know, I watched him. He walked off, you know, like nothing, still dogging them does. There was no blood. I didn't even, you know, I didn't, no penetration whatsoever, yeah. just a very, very light graze and, um, really nice bucket. So I sat there, you know, what am I, I just, I just go home, you know, quit, give up. Dude, I forgot about you sent that. You the picture of the hair. Yeah. And my stomach just like sank, man. It yeah. Was, yeah. I was so sick for you. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I have nothing, you know, nothing to hide on it. That's, you know, all archers or bow hunters, so to speak, experience that, you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Especially in the rut, you know, I never leave stuff like that out. You know, we, we all miss, we all, you know, have them moments, you know, you get in the moment, everything's a rush, you know, you're, I'm trying to work the camera over there. They're running in. I mean, they're already shooting range, trying to get a shot. You know, everything's so fast paced. I just missed, I didn't have time to range or anything, but it was, it was close enough. You know what I mean? It was 15, 20 yards, like really steep angle. I'm 30 feet in the tree and I just, you know, didn't settle down on it. You know, I just got on it and, and I I did rush it. You know, I was kicking myself for, but everything happens for a reason, you know, leading into the next day. Had another very big, uh, buck, a really great encounter with a, a real big buck. Um, I had on trail cam from across the road. He came in, same thing, dog and does, would not present me a shot, you know, well within bow range, but, you know, wouldn't give me a shot, couldn't get him stopped. Then it slowed up, like, I don't know, 10, 11 o'clock, slowed up, didn't see much deer, uh, movement. And then it was like noon, I had a one single doe come through at about 150 yards out through the flat. Just come across. There was a there was a trail uh, the deer used from the um, the one bedding area and actually led to um, probably 600 yards to the road, crossed the road and went into an apple orchard. They used that a lot. You'd see a lot of deer on that same trail and a doe come through there around noon. Well, uh, this was an all day sit. I've been working and doing these all day sits, little to no sleep at all, just grinding it out. <laughs> and uh, here we are. It's going on uh, one o'clock. 
You got a two month year old or two month old. Yeah, I got two month month year old. Yeah, (laughs) got a got a two month old uh, daughter at home. You know, so so incredibly busy with work and her and everything going on. Um, so here I am in the stand. I'm falling asleep. It's like I have what three days left of the season. I'm like, it's never gonna happen. You know, here we go. It's well after the week you've been through, man. It was like I know from our perspective. Roller coaster. It was a roller coaster. It was <laughs> yeah. literally like, oh my god, big buck encounter. Uh, didn't get a shot. We're like, oh my gosh, oh yes. my god. So many ups and downs. It was unbelievable. And yeah. I got a lot of it on video, and hopefully, I can get that you know up and 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 aired so you can you know see what I experienced. But yeah, so we're I'm sitting there. It's uh, going on one o'clock. I'm falling asleep. You know, I'm like, you gotta stay awake. It could happen at any time. I have three days left. Just stay awake. I'm putting my head down on my, you know, on my arms across <laughs> my rail, and I'm just like, I can't do it anymore. I'm like dying. And then, like I said, it was like I looked at my watch. It was twelve fifty eight, and I caught movement. Same path that doe took an hour prior, and uh, I couldn't tell. You know, it was one hundred fifty yards out through the woods. I couldn't tell whether it was a, you know, I, it looked like a buck, big body deer by itself. You know, I didn't get my binos up at this time or anything. I actually had my I wear, you know, this with the cold, I wear a really heavy winter jacket, like a Carhartt over me. I just keep it, I don't put my hands through the sleeves or not. I just keep it over me, draped over me just to stay warm, keep yeah, my body heat in. Quarterback jacket. Correct. <laughs> yes. And, uh, so I didn't even get ready, not, and I'm like, well, what the heck? Maybe I'll try grunting at him. If it's a buck, you know, if he's dominant, mature, maybe he'll come in, you know, so he's walking that same trail, nose, you know, bobbing, bobblehead to the ground up, but they're falling that same doe. So I, I grunt at him and, uh, Nothing. I grunt him again. Nothing. He's still on that trail. Not so. Then I scream it like just, <laughs> like a roar. It sounded terrible, <laughs> but <laughs> I got his attention. He swung his neck up. You could see his you know his rolls in his neck. And at this point, I, you could see horns, but you couldn't tell how big. And you know he he went back down. I did it again. Got his attention again. Uh, he looked up, and when he that second time when he looked my way, I grunted and did something like tendon grunts. And he, I'll never forget. He looked. You know, wagged his tail, you know, licked his lips. And that, as you always learn, you know, that's like communication, you know, apart from them, you know, you know, they, they hear, they react to it. Mm-hmm. Well, he went back to walking forward, which I thought that was weird because every time I've seen that in a deer, like wag their tail, they're lick their lips, you know, yeah. where they, they Try sense to catch that. a scent. Yeah, and, correct. Yep. And uh, they usually turn and come, you know, well, he continued walking. Well, what he did, there was a, uh, a tree about maybe, I don't know, <clears> 10 inches around. He ran straight into that. I'll never forget. And you could hear it. You know, you, he just smashed into that and you could see that thing waving back and forth. He was raking <laughs> that thing up and down. It's super, super mad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a minute or two went by on that. I'm like, oh my goodness, is he ever, well, I grunted one more time real loud. He got done raking that tree and it was like, I was reeling him in on a string. <laughs> yeah. He turned and I'm telling you, I'm like, at this point, I didn't even know if I wanted to shoot him. I didn't know how big it was. I just, you know, big body deer. I could see horns. I just couldn't tell. So he's coming in at this point. I'm still all bundled up in my, you know, my winter, you know, parka and, and sitting there like oh, I'm froze to death at snow all over my bow, snow on me. And he's coming in. He's like 150, 100, you know, 80, 70. I'm like, better take a look at him through the binos, pull my binos <laughs> up, you know, look at him like, oh my God. And that's when it hit me. I, I was so surreal. Like I, I couldn't even believe what was coming. Here it was the buck that I ended up having pictures of October seventeenth, which disappeared. Um, the one that be, you know turned in you know top three hit list bucks that I got probably it's probably close to a mile away from where I got pictures of him in October, and here he is coming deadlining to my tree. 
I'm like, I better get ready. So <laughs> yeah. I stand up. Everything's a quick, you know, yeah. it was just, it was so funny. Like, I'm like, oh my God. And I, I said it out loud. I'm like, oh my God. Like there's someone there with me. And I <laughs> set my binos down, you know, rip off my jacket, you know, get my release all, you know, centered and grab my bow, get my camera turned on. At this point, he's 40 yards right there. Hurry up, get my, you know. And he's coming beeline, still right for my tree. And uh, so I'm following him on the camera, you know, got my bow. He's coming, coming, coming. And he gets to like 20 yards and stops, plants. And there's a trail that right where he comes, like he comes to an intersection of trails. And most of them turn. Almost every deer I've had come right there. They turn and they, you know, they broadside you right there and go right into the bedding area and out towards the ag fields. Or And then there's like a bottom. They can, instead of going to the fields, they can kind of cut to the left. And, and do just a big loop around these oaks. It's like a, a draw right there. And I thought for sure he's going to turn and then, you know, go looking for the deer that made that grunt. You right. Because he was looking, you know, he, he's wind checking the whole time coming in. And well, he's sitting there and we're, you know, eye to eye, just I'm, I'm not knowing what to do. He's like looking around, cameras on him and everything. And uh, he uh, he's like throwing his nose up, like wind checking. And my wind was swirling that morning, like all it was craziness it was not a a steady wind in one direction it was kind of hit and miss and so i was like you know what i'm gonna as soon as he starts to take a walk i'm gonna i'm gonna draw well he starts to take i, I drew as soon as he took like one step well he he stopped again you know i kind of try to move the camera where i thought he was going to stop at that one lane broadside well i was wrong you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I i got full draw on him and uh he went to he went but he just walked forward kept coming still towards me instead of turning a little bit and angling towards that draw he kept coming towards me and he just planted and did a wind check again looking like all around you know would they they throw their head up there oh, yeah. wind checking i'm like oh no well i thought my camera was dead dead on him i thought he stopped in that well he was just out of view like I me and you could just see his feet i think and i'm full drawn i mean he's like facing me and no one likes to take a shot like that you know his you know you got your shoulder right there and, and he's blading you like really really hard cording towards and i just you know i shot we shot our bows so much through the summer you Absolutely. know i've been practicing so much i felt so comfortable and i had a lot of time so i just you know got myself really settled on him Buried the pin right uh, behind that shoulder, kind of angled, you know, tucked as close as I could to that shoulder where I'd get, you know, still get lungs. And I just, I'd slowly, you know, send it away and uh, it hit. I instantly, you know, first reaction, grabbed the camera, get it on him. He didn't run 60 yards and he went out there, you know, started to get real weak on his legs and toppled over. <laughs> yeah. and that got was, the jimmy legs yeah that was that was the end of that story i mean and, and after the week and even you know even month that you know ryan and i endured and 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 i had you know leading into that week it was just so many ups and downs and to to know what bucket was you know that just fell it was just so mm-hmm. incredible I, I just couldn't believe it i just sat there and took it all in for you know for a little bit and i started texting you guys and Colin Tanner and he ended up actually <laughs> busting out of work. He was like mid, like this is one thirty at this this point. And Wasn't he going into court? Yeah, he was had a court <laughs> hearing. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't even remember. No, what he what he told his supervisor, he's like, "Hey, I got to go." That's all I remember. He's like, "I got to go," and uh, he ended up coming out with the quad. And uh, thankfully, we would have had a long drag. But yeah, we <laughs> we brought the we brought the quad down there got some uh, got some uh, laid down some after footage of you know the track job and everything i mean it wasn't much it, it fell within 60 yards yeah. it was really cool yeah it was oh my goodness <clears throat> that's so crazy man and like going back to when 
you grunted at him and he came in on a beeline and he just he kept coming to your tree. It's crazy to me how much they can pinpoint sound exactly where it came from. And I kept saying that, it, you know, I, I've told a lot of people that, you know, throughout this season, you know, I grunted, he was, you know, easy 150 yards away. Um, the wind wasn't in that direction at that point. You know, I was kept, I always, I'm very, very, very picky on wind and always checking my wind and it wasn't, you know, blowing his way, you know, wouldn't help his sound that well. You know, my grunt, you know, and uh, he pinpointed exactly where that sound came from and he deadlined right to my tree, like yep. never turned off he knew where it was coming from. Mm-hmm. You know, when he got to that point where he stopped and he couldn't find the deer that made that noise right there, he knew it was somewhere in that area. Absolutely. But couldn't find it. He knew something was up at that yeah. point. And, you know, that's when I made the choice to take the shot and just laid it perfectly in there, got both lungs and it put him to rest. He didn't make it far. Yeah. Real good yeah. shot. And yeah, he fell 60 yards. I got it on video, him falling and <laughs> running out. And, it, you know, a lot of times too, you know, on trail cam or even pictures, we go over this all the time. They they look, you know, whether they look smaller in pictures <laughs> yeah. or or bigger. Uh, this was the, this was the opposite. I mean, he he looked good in camera. Don't get me wrong, he looked good on trail cam and no no brainer shooter. But when we got up to him, I waited for Ryan. To, I walked straight to my truck to meet Ryan. Never even walked up to the deer. Ooh. And uh, I all takes something. trust me that takes something. trust me. And uh, <laughs> that's what I told Ryan. He's like, you did? You didn't walk up? And I was like, no, I was waiting on you and get lay down some footage and we walked up to him i think we were both like wow like what that just was just happened? the word yeah it's like <laughs> much bigger than i you know I, I knew it was a good deer but i didn't think it was that that good yeah, that a good was a deer. heck of a deer dude getting the text from you and literally it was like dude i got him we're back here get brooke get here <laughs> you don't need to bring anything get here yeah, like it was yeah just, oh yeah, my god yeah get to the get to the garage we'll have some beers for celebration and yeah yep that oh, we did man. that we did that that farm produced i mean i i couldn't be happier that you know you know you got danielle's buck there's a lot of memories too Absolutely. you know you got danielle's first archery deer buck you know deer period you know her first yep. archery kill A slammer yeah great great nine point and then you got ryan following her you know with his first archery kill archery deer you know he's shooting that nice buck and then you know i follow up behind with that that buck i got and you know, that actually with my buck that put us in second place of, of, for our state in the quest hunt. And we held second for the longest time. We, yeah. Tanner would check it weekly. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, freaking rifle yeah, season, man. Yeah. I'm like, Ryan, check it. I don't want to check it. You check it. Let me know what it is. <laughs> and he, he checked. He's like, we're still in second. And then rifle came and, uh, you know, it was like the week after rifle, we bumped down to like fourth. Yeah. We held fourth for a while. Then the, you know, second week of rifle came and we got bumped down to fifth and we held fifth for the long, I mean, we were, we were fifth for the longest time, which was um, Traeger grills, coolers, bunch of hunting stuff, yeah. you know, packages. When I checked it, you were in fifth. Yeah, we were in fifth for a long time. I mean, a solid month at least. And then I'm like, dude, we're solid. We got this. You know, how many people go out late season, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and mm-hmm. are successful? So not saying that you can't do it, but it's tough, you know, muzzleloader, late season bow. They disappear. Definitely. Well, uh, we got bumped down to sixth in, uh, in, in the late season just like a couple weeks ago. And then I think I think he said we got bumped down to seven, which is still two brand new Matthews bows. And uh, Can't I think beat that, man. no, I think cool a couple coolers and some hunting gear. Uh, we have to actually attend uh, the the quest hunt yeah. banquet and everything. Yeah, that, because you could move up. Yeah. So yes, yeah. Know, so if uh, with official score, yeah. So after the official score, you know, I've been <laughs> talking to the guys from Quest Hunt, and they said, "Don't worry, and, you know, 
you know, you never know what could happen. He said, we've had people bump down. We've had people bump up. You never know. But, dude, the prizes are killer. They put on a good thing for, you know, their organization. And, you know, they do first through 10th prizes. And and just to qualify, I mean, it's, you know, we did it for fun by all means. You know, it's just a cool thing to do with, you know, uh, people that enjoy doing the same thing. It was affordable. It was fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It was a great event. They ran a great tournament. Yeah, and the prizes, I mean, you can't, they, you may, (sighs) my goodness. Like first place, like. Two brand new, uh, like Polaris Rangers yeah. and, and, uh, like, come on. Yeah, like, how man. do you beat that? They had these giant, but, like, shooting blinds yeah, in there. Yeah. And, and yep. all, like, four or five places got brand new bows. Correct. Yeah. And I think, oh, like, even, shit. even 10th place prizes, like, over a thousand dollars worth of yeah, gear. That's and intense, it, it's, man. yeah, it's a really nice, they, they hold a, I suggest everyone, like, even next year. I mean, if you guys want to look into it, they, it's very affordable. They do it for, you know, each state, mm-hmm. you sign up for your state that you're in and, and you compete against some of the, you know, some guys that just love doing it just like you and I, you know, yeah, everyday guys. And uh, you, it's really neat. You can keep in contact with them and, and just have a good time throughout the season. That's yeah. awesome. And, what was your total inches overall? Not that it matters, but I'm just, uh, I'm very curious. So I'm not a math whiz, but uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you guys would have been like 251, 252. Yeah, so mine was like what, 147 and seven eighths, seven eighths, something like that. And his was like 10, just over 104, yeah. 104 and, uh, and two eighths. Yeah, I want to say, so I'm pretty sure you guys were at like 252. Yeah, something, Man. something in that ballpark. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, and just, Ryan would just, just held his own, I, you know. I, well, I I always remind him of that uh, that day in early That's October splits. when the one splits, and he still and I, you know, First it's, place it's was a joke. Reach, you know, dude. it become yeah. you know kind of just a you know joking point, and you know it happens. But if he would yeah. if we would have you know that deer would have fallen and. and you know, we would have got hands on him. That uh, that would have put us up there in probably top three. That's I would say. for sure. Yeah. For so, sure. what do you guys win? You're winning two brand new Matthews bows. So it's uh, not for sure. Yeah, it depends. Um, yeah, yeah it, just that's the that's yeah. It's the, not set in stone, but yeah. I mean, we're I think we're holding sixth or seventh right now, and uh, yeah, they're two brand new Matthews bows and Matthews verdicts. I believe they are. Yeah, and, yeah. and coolers and and stuff like that. So yeah, we have Pretty to attend neat. a banquet. You know I'll go on. You guys keep talking. That's awesome. Well, if you uh, decide to keep that Matthews and get rid of that rain, <laughs> you let me know, but. Yeah, 10-4. Or if you want to get rid of the Matthews, yeah. you let me know. <laughs> it would be more on getting rid of the yeah, Matthews. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. thinking. Like, yeah. uh, oh, I, I, I do like that verdict. But hey, uh, back wink, to wink. you know that buck that Ryan, well, you know, I didn't mention that buck that Ryan did hit, uh, the splits. He ended up showing back on trail camera. Beautiful. Yeah, so we were very, very happy about that. To see a deer, you know, you'd never like to, you know, hit a deer not find it. You no, know, everything terrible. goes yeah. through your mind. You think about it throughout the whole season. You want to quit hunting, you know. You never, that you know, never puts a good feeling or, you know, gives you any positive vibes throughout the season. You know, you never want to put a bad shot on an animal and, and for them to suffer. Uh, yeah, like three weeks later, it was like, it was actually, I think, maybe even been like two weeks later. It was, it was still in archery season. He showed up and he started all over the cameras. I mean, yeah. daylight, night. And I got him for, you know, Almost a month of cameras eating in the clover, you know, passing by the cameras, like, you know, almost on a daily basis. And you could see a pretty good wound up on his back, like near his spinal. It, was, it looked like a, a very high hit, you know, in that dead area, yeah. just below the no backbone. Yes. Yeah, right in the chop plate. And almost you could seen. definitely see where it, it was hit, like a round circle where it was like, uh, you know, he was starting to maybe lick it clean. And uh, you could definitely see there was an apparent wound there. Um, but look healthy. 
Other than that, from what you can see, I mean, oh, it's hard looked, to judge. Good, yeah, yeah, I mean, he was he he wasn't skinny by any means. He was eating good. Um, Excellent. It's just hope he gets through the winter and that infection doesn't get you know to the point where you know it it it, it makes him you know kill off or whatnot. But well, chances are he's probably going to drop early, mm-hmm. get rid of that, and just kind of build up on the nutrients. And it'll probably cover over. And, and let's see what he is next year. I mean, it could it could hurt too. That wound that's could true. could make him grow funny. You know, he could be goofy, man. He could be goofy, or he could blow into another you know <laughs> even a bigger <laughs> giant. <laughs> so we'll we'll have to see. But I'm just glad to see him still living. That's for yeah, sure. That's awesome. That's what all right. About, so you man. boys are currently sitting in seventh place at 252 and one eighth. Ooh. You're welcome for the math skills. Now, if he would have shot splits, you'd have been in first for sure because it's 272. Yeah, You're only so, 20 inches behind. That yes, that, that yeah. buck is way bigger than 124. Yeah, so that, that <laughs> buck was it just just bare minimum. That buck was mid-140. Yeah. Just bare minimum. Just I with mean, all the points. Just because it had a lot of points. Out of all the points. It had a lot of points and, and very, very tall, long points. Uh, You know, easy 18 inches wide and, and a great, great buck. Yeah. I mean... And that, yeah, that would have that would have put us in first, and we'd probably be riding around in yeah. Rangers this year in class, <laughs> dragging deer out in Rangers next year. That's tough. But, but I mean, it's going to be a close race, man. And, and to be honest, in uh, the Quest Hunt Co, first place is two seventy two and an eighth. Second place is two seventy two. Wow. So that's going to come down to the Uh-oh. official measuring yeah. and who was able to use trophy tape better because yeah. that and that's could cool, sway. That, that's when it gets exciting. You no. get to the banquet and the, and the measuring. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's cool. going to be intense. Yes. It's going to be very tense. Mm-hmm. You guys even uh, to hold on to seventh you're only in seventh place by uh two and an eighth inches so mm-hmm. i mean you okay. know you know as well as i do using that trophy tape how tough oh, it, was. it was tough they, yeah. you know it's equally tough for other guys too and you're only behind uh sixth place by about two inches so mm-hmm. i mean this this thing could sway either way you could finish Correct. six you could finish eighth you know it's what I mean? It's going to be interesting. It's you can finish seventh, I guess, too. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. crazy, But, man. you know, you could go one way or the other. I think that's that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, Either way, though, man, congrats on just a killer deer yeah. season. That's oh, incredible. Yeah, dude, your whole season, we, we didn't even talk about, like, the Yakin for Bass tournament. You finished third overall. That was after we talked to you last. You slayed in you the Yakin for Bass challenge. Bass. You held the north up. Yeah, yeah, you, that you, that was a good time. I'm I'm really looking forward to this this upcoming uh, fishing season. You know, I'm not much of a you know I, in my younger days I was you know hard I'd consider you know just a very very avid fisherman. And don't get me wrong, I love it. I'm I'm more a fly fisherman going up to steelhead. I know you guys aren't really you know all about the fly fishing deal, but. Uh, hey, I'd like to get him. No, I've just never tried it. It's yeah. not like I'm against yeah. it. Listen, no, 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 no. He's You're throwing some about- shade. <laughs> He's throwing some shade. <laughs> I forgot about that comment. <laughs> I'm not against fly fishing at all. I would actually like to get into it and try it. My ultimate like bucket list item, one of them up the top three is like fly fishing, like one of those those uh, Montana cricks. Oh and, yeah, dude, that's just or yeah. Colorado crick yeah. or something, and that is one of my ultimate like yeah, that's bucket what, list items. When when Dana and I went out west for that trip, <laughs> uh, we we fished a lot of them streams, the snake and uh, snake big, river, yeah, Blackfoot, yep. and uh, a lot of them, uh, a lot of them rivers out there and creeks and really, really great fish. I mean, world class fishing. Um, but yeah, that's more or less, you know, what I enjoy is the fly fishing, you know, side of things. But don't get me wrong, I love to hit these, you know, swamps and ponds and just smack them in the, in the, in the yak. Yeah. Uh, and that's what made it fun, you know, us close friends and we all got together and it, it became, you know, kind of a bond and, 
just enjoyed ourselves out yeah. there, man. Summer evenings and watching the sun go down, bringing yep. our ladies out and, and just, dude, just fishing, having a good time. It was a blast, man, man. Yeah. I caught my biggest fish in the tournament with I'm you. I'm telling you what, my back was starting to get sore though, holding up. <laughs> man, I couldn't hold the whole team up. <laughs> you guys are gonna have to. You guys are gonna have to bring it. Bring it. Third, I think I was down in 16th place. I don't remember where uh, I finished. I, I wasn't I top 10, like, but maybe 12, maybe 12, 14th, yeah. something yeah. like that. Not bad. I mean, overall for the creators of the entire thing, Austin, I total combined inches. We crushed every other creator. Yeah. I mean, we blew no, them out of the water. That's cool for being, you know, us North guys. You, you know, we, we went into it like, oh my good man. Yeah. We have a big disadvantage against this. Facing you know, Texas, yeah. Florida, Georgia, Alabama. Like yeah. Some big bass states. Right. Yeah. I, I actually, what, I, I think I held first and second, you know, first for a week or so and then second for a week or so. And then I got bumped yeah. down to third, but I think know, you I were was off even, by what, like a half an inch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised yeah. by that. I'm like, come on. These, what are these guys doing down in the South? They should be roping in hogs. Like yeah. we should be like in, tw- in the tw- place in twenty, you know, uh, yeah, but that, that was a lot of fun, you know, regardless of what we placed and it just, you know, a great time getting out there on the ponds and swamps and, you know, enjoying enjoying the time together. That was a good good time, man. man. That was a good time. By the way, if you were interested, sixth place is, now you're in seventh, so it's through seventh place is two Matthew Verdicts and two Badlands Timber Packs. Okay. Which is badass. If you bump up to sixth place, though, you're going to get the same two Matthews Verdicts posts, two Hawk Helium XL hang-on stands, two Hawk Helium three-pack of the climbing sticks, which are badass. Those Hawk Helium climbing sticks are nice. Mm-hmm. And then a couple uh, light harnesses that Hawk provided. Well, that's killer, man. So, I mean, hell, even if they fall to eighth place, which I don't think they will because, I mean, I measured the deer. So, <laughs> it's obviously perfect. We measured <laughs> lanes. Lanes, yeah. Lanes. I, I, I helped them with Ryan's. I still haven't seen Ryan's. That's a nice buck, man. I'm a little disappointed. That but eighth place, it, but yeah. they get, dude, like, you're talking two, four, six, eight. La- no, I'm sorry. Six stands, four ladder stands, two hang-ons, two sets of uh, the climbing sticks, and two harnesses. That's eighth place. How much is it to enter? It's $75 a person to enter. Why did we not do that? Well, we didn't do it because I knew for an absolute fact this was going to be one of my worst years because okay. of my job. Yeah. Um, you Are know, we doing it next year? Yes. I okay. will be doing it next year 110%. No doubt about it. Okay. Um, you know, and, and to, to be honest, some of these, uh, to go back to like the leaderboard, right around 10th place was like 230 inches. That's a 115 inch buck each. Yeah, absolutely. Average. Yours scored what, like 97? 97. This year? Yeah, I didn't shoot a huge buck this year. I'm super happy with it. But, but dude, yeah. regardless, you do that and I put up a 130. I also hunted half the season, basically. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's why we didn't get into it. There, right. There wasn't a lot of opportunity for the two of us to Correct. get out there. Correct. Um, you know, and and I'm I'm glad I didn't because I knew I would have been just wasting my money. But yeah. maybe if I got into it just like the yakking for bass. It would have forced me out like a lot. Like Yak for Bass, that's the most I've ever fished bass in June in my life. The thing that I'm excited about the Yak for Bass last year, I finally kept my first New Year's resolution of any time ever. I said I was going to fish more. Yeah. And <laughs> I definitely we fished, fished more. a lot, man. It was I put fun. miles on the truck. My bank account was crying. Like everything was. <laughs> and that's, that's what's cool about these events, you know? Yeah. The, the yakking for bass, the quest hunt. It, it, it just. 
gives you a little more motivation or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Hey, whatever it is, it's more drive. I mean, yes, get out we, there. Yeah, we have the motivation. We all love it. We, yeah. we do it for a reason. Correct. But that that when you're tired and you're going that off extra of a little twelve bit. hour day. Yep. And you get off at three and you're like, man, I got like two and a half hours to hunt. You don't think about it. You just go. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You just go do it. So, I mean, dude, you had a great, great fall. You had a fantastic year. You you had a great spring, great summer, great fall. Shot a turkey in the fall. I did. Yeah. I mean, in a three-day season we have. We have Mm -hmm. a three-day fall turkey season. You shot a gobbler in in, in the fall. Yeah. uh, And you shot a bear. Yeah, that's I what I was trying to get into. Like, Even you, more you exciting. Got, you have the triple trophy right now, and spring turkeys around the corner. Mm-hmm. You got to be jacked. Oh, my, you know, spring turkey. Uh, it's one of my favorites. That's your thing. It's. It, I just love it. I don't yeah. know. It's something about you know, like as mentioned, Colin. You know, them animals. You know, when you're speaking their language and you get to interact with them, it's 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 cool. I always look forward to spring turkey. You know, even. You know, just getting out with, you know, guys like you, you know, my buddies yeah. and family. It's, I, that's one of my favorite parts of, of spring turkeys, getting out with my family and friends. Um, but yeah, the, the fall, you know, after, you know, after the deer season, you know, it ran into fall turkey, you know, Thanksgiving, you know, found birds in a, in a field the night before, several long beards, went and knocked on a door, got permission for the field, you know, went in there next morning and, and with a buddy, set up the blind and, you know, it was like it was spring season. Came out, we were videoing, beat up the decoy. I <laughs> shot him at like, I don't know, 15, 20 yards. And uh, then my, you know, we regrouped and got around on the farm. And, you know, my buddy was able to shoot shoot one. And so that was cool to do it on Thanksgiving. Uh, it's kind of our thing to do every year, like tradition. Like yep. it turned into more, you know, we've been doing it the last four or five years. So before it was rabbit hunting and it kind of turned into, you know, the fall turkey thing. And because uh, it always opens back up on Thanksgiving. Yep. and uh, so yeah, it was, it was great. And then bear follows right after Thanksgiving. And, you know, some friends and I went up north towards, uh, you know, towards Tynesta. A lot of bears in the area. We had a standing cornfield up there and a, a really good area. You know, they were seeing bears and, you know, there's a lot of the guys favored the, the cornfield and stay up front. And I hiked in, you know, a mile, mile and a half. And, uh, I ended up jumping a bear to, you know, to myself. I actually, right before that, I jumped uh, a sow and a few cubs and they, they actually, uh, got shot. I meant the hunters that shot him. Actually, one was a younger kid, which is really cool. Super yeah. stoked. I was super happy to see that. That morning was, the ground was really crunchy. Uh, we had a really, you know, like really, really, uh, cold night and froze the ground. I mean, we had a little dusting of snow, a very, very little dusting of snow, but it, uh, the ground was super, you couldn't stalk or sneak up on anything really. I busted a bear out of some hemlocks, real low cut hemlocks, and I heard it run up over the hill. And I just took off as fast as I could go, about a 75-yard dash. And when I got to the top, I seen him running out through the woods. And I was able to get a shot on him and hit him in the back leg and was able to get blood. He ran into a slashing. I tracked him into a slashing and caught up with him about 100 yards later, walked up on him about 50 yards. And I ended up having to, you know, shoot him two or three more times. Oh, man. And and mind you, I mean, I'm shooting my 4570 at, oh, what are they, like 400 and... I don't know, 75 grains or 490 grain bullet. And they were all solid shots. You know, I shot him and put him down It got up, started, you know, I just wanted to make sure, you know, he was, you know, put him down as quick as possible. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, you know, but that was really cool. You know, he, 
I think live weight was like one. He was close to two two hundred pounds, like one. It was Good a boar, bear, man. Yeah, it was a, it was a boar. It was probably uh, it was probably a second year, maybe a two year old, two and a half year old boar. But yeah, it, it was my second bear. I shot my first one with a bow, and uh, I've always had a you know a love for bear hunting. It's it's neat because you don't. It's one thing you know you don't see too often mm-hmm. in, in here in PA, and it's it's actually kind of a tougher tougher animal to chase. They're they, they're like Couldn't black. Agree more. We always call them black ghosts because they disappear, and it's it's tough to find them. And uh, when you do kill one, it's it's neat because not everyone gets the chance to yeah. kill kill a bear. Yeah, I shot that. And, uh, I, I was able to get reception up on the mountain, got a hold of my buddies and had, you know, thankful, you know, friends to come back, you know, hike back in, you know, mile, mile and a half and, uh, you know, six or seven of them. And we, we tied it, you know, after I got dressed out, we tied it to, a, you know, cut off a tree and, mm-hmm. and packed them out. And it was pretty neat. I have pictures of them, you know, us climbing down the mountain, falling and it, it was, <laughs> it was an experience. It was cool. And, you know, that that just added to the season I was having, you know, one Unreal, thing, man. it was neat because every time I would, uh, you know, I, I got my buck, you know, my turkey, my bear, and I'd bring them home and I'd get pictures with Adeline, you know, it was so neat, you know, she would, the, the one picture that's re- really funny with my bucket, if you look close, it looks like she's giving a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. It's really, really funny, but yeah. It's like I, your signature move. It is yeah, your thing, man. Yeah. And, uh, it, it just made it so much more special. You know, yeah. it's my first year as my daughter and, and, uh, you know, she was a blessing in itself, you know, nothing. I couldn't, uh, you know, I didn't have to kill anything this year that just her you know that was a blessing in itself and you know that made the year itself and then on top of it to have one of my best years hunting you know it just made it that more special and have her there at home and oh it was just it was awesome and i'm looking forward to you know the future with her and getting her outdoors it was one hell of a fun pack like month for you yes yeah and that's that's what it was and it was was like bang bang bang. it was and it was so fast pay like it's it started with slow like the deer season it started off slow and it just kind of was drawn out and then it because you know you hunt every day and long all day sits and then you know after that it just boom 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 it just everything fell into place you know it went from you know deer season to you know the holidays mm-hmm. you know you got thanksgiving and then you have christmas coming along so you got a lot of time with family and which is awesome and you know it was just boom the deer the turkey the bear one thing after another everything was just rolling along and then look we're sitting at what january 23rd now yeah. and it's like holy cow I'm, you know next week's my birthday oh boy <laughs> yeah i'm getting old and uh <laughs> getting old <laughs> getting old <laughs> oh my goodness yeah we're uh we're rolling up on freaking spring gobbler Dude. 2020 2020 oh i have cow. one question for you did your taxidermist send you a gift basket <laughs> wow <laughs> Oh, I would hate to see that bill because I, I know there's still stuff at the tax. I probably paid off his house, maybe his new truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I I have to. I don't know. Start. I better start learning how to mount animals. Yeah, I thought about it myself. I'm like, man, the money we could save. <laughs> yes, yes. No, it's it's all cool though. You know, you know, I'll have these mounts forever to you know absolutely hang on the wall you know pride possessions you know you you work for these animals and and you put in the time and and everything that goes along with yeah. it and it's neat i love to have them there and yeah you hang your buck up there you put a picture of you and adeline right underneath it yeah and, you know, there's always a story to tell seeing it, yep you know yep it's like her being a part of that yeah yeah yep it's pretty yep. cool man yep it's one hell of a year, brother. Yeah. Yeah, I was blessed. I couldn't ask for anything really better. Yeah. Couldn't know? have no better person either. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you earn it, man. You, I've told people like, you know, and we, we 
talk about Lane Baker, it's like the dude's got a property for everything. He's got a bear spot. He's got a turkey <laughs> spot. <laughs> Not just one. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah, and that's people you know, always like, what do, how you do it or this or that. You know, effort, I mean, hard work. Oh, my goodness. It's, yeah. it, you know, one, you know, I have a family that understands. My wife, you know. That's I huge. Give her so much, you know. Because there's times, you know, she'll ha- you'll be working and then has the baby, you know, mm-hmm. for a couple of days at a time while I hunt. But, you know, she gets it, you know, for the most part. You know, I'm out there. I, I put so much time into it and effort. And it's just something that, you know, that's all I do. You know, yeah. some guys are into, you know, other things, which all for, you know, you know, whether it's sports or other activities. Whether, and it's just mine's hunting. And that's all it is. It's work, family, and hunt. Yeah. You know, yeah. obviously work and family comes first, ultimately. But, you know, right there, you know. Hunting has always been, you know, my passion, my thing to do, you know, ever since I've been wee So, uh, would you say that you are constantly scheduled to hunt? Oh. How about that, huh? <laughs> Get out of here, man. <laughs> that plug, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, that's, uh, that's a little bit of another topic. I actually <laughs> deleted all that. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 New venture gone. I Didn't work know. out. You know, it's tough, man. Like I'm just my own person. You are. You I are. Don't, you don't, don't have to be. No. Uh, and we're talking about it for probably most <laughs> everyone doesn't know, but you know, Lane and, and I, we were really talking, trying to throw some names around and come up with something that he could really like um, push as as his brand, yeah, more branding, or less, you know, branding content, or- trying to brand it and and really come up with something, and and that's one of the things that we start. He started for a little bit there, and then yeah. just doesn't stick, you know. And when I think of you and all you do, I think of your show. I think of Lane Baker. Yeah, you know what I mean. Hundred percent. I, yeah. I don't think of a name behind it because it, it is just you. Well, for that's the most and part. that's the thing, and I've done. I mean. I, I filmed for an outdoor company. We we aired on TV. I've been through this, you know, many years, you know, many, many years since yeah. I've been wee little young. You know, I started out with a junky old camera, just, you know, marching through the woods thinking this is awesome. And, you know, I've been there, done it, you know, I've not everything and there's always something to learn, you know. Um, and I've, you know, came up with names and, and you know, it stuck for a couple of months, but always goes back. You know, I yep. deleted and, you know, it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm my own person. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't, you know, it's just me. You know, I, I go out there and do my thing. If someone wants to join me or, you know, friends and family, of course, obviously get out yeah. as much as I can. But, you know, it's just, it's always been, you know, myself doing my thing yeah. and, and taking people under my wing and, you know, like my family, my nephews. Right. And, you know, that's just, there's. And the thing is, it's not arrogance. It's not self-centered. No. Like, just because it's you and it's yeah, what you're but, doing, dude, but, if anybody yeah. knows you, they know that we, Yeah, you're by just, all means, I don't mean whew. anything. You know, I'm no better than anyone else. Yeah. You guys sitting in front of me, no, by no means. I mean, you guys could teach me something. I could teach you something. There's always something to learn. By no means, you know, I'm no better than anyone yeah. else, especially in the hunting industry and, you know, hunting in itself and, you know, shooting bows, shooting guns, whatever. You know, you know, everybody everyone, that takes a camera out of someone's hands and puts a bow in their hand on a 145, 150 buck of a lifetime in Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I do, I do it for anyone, you know, yeah, it's man. not all about, you know, yourself, you know, when, when it comes down to, you know, harvesting an animal, yeah. you know, I've, I've shot, you know, and, and had fortune enough to shoot a lot of animals and, you know, it, I just get a joy out of it, you know, watching someone, you know, sitting back and, and taking it all in and watching someone and enjoy what I've already got to experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? To to watch them go through the highs and, and enjoy it for themselves. And it's just, that's just my passion. And 
it gets me just as much hype as me pulling the bow back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. We got <clears throat> something coming for you. Don't worry. I think uh, I think it's going to work out good for what you have going on. But um, Booer and I are actually working on something I don't even think Austin knows about yet because it's just between the two of us. I think that everyone, BS. everyone's really going to be, uh, I think, really jacked for and excited for. It's like it's some big news. And I think. If everybody gets on board, we can make something out of this. Mm, so nice. we'll talk about it. After. We're going to talk after this. Yeah. It's, it's happening. As soon as he walks away, we're talking. No, he can st- we can okay. talk to Lane okay. about it. He's right, gonna, I'm, he, I, I'm hoping you he'll get you on board. You can't do that to me. No, I'm hoping you'll get on board. I think it's something. We didn't want to say anything till we got more details involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe I'll text Booer and see if I'm allowed to tell you or not. There you go. <laughs> but it's good stuff. The man. suspense is killing me. But <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> yeah, same here. It, it's gonna be good. Kids. Yeah. All right. Well, Lane, where can everybody find you? Well, just, Lane Baker, the Turkey Undertaker. Yeah, I mean, just my name, L A I N E, and Baker, common spelling, and uh, same my YouTube. Um, again, I, I still have a lot of hunts to uh, to edit and throw on there, and I uh, want to get time to do that. And but Instagram, same thing, yeah. Lane Baker. You know. You know, Lane underscore Baker for Instagram and, you know, obviously That's what I Facebook. Thought it was. I was just going to look. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, always throwing on pictures and different things. And, you know, anyone can reach out to me if they have questions or, you know, even want to, you know, I had a guy today actually at work, you know, hey, you, you, uh, you know, he works for, um, an EMS staff, you know, ambulance service. And, uh, he reached out to me and wanted to know if, uh, he could tag along on a goose or a duck hunt. You know, he's never done it before and got a bunch of gear to do it. So, yeah, absolutely. He's like any. I said any time. You're welcome anytime. Just shoot me a shoot me a message, and I'll I'll take you out and I'll show you what's up. Absolutely, dude. That's the one thing that that's about you that I love about you. You're so generous with your time when it comes to hunting. Like, doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter who it is. You're just come on, let's go, yeah. let's go have fun. Let's let's learn some stuff together, and we'll we'll just get it done. Yeah, I love that about you, man. Yeah, you know, I'm not selfish with it. I want to show everyone. I mean, you know. I want to, you know, have everyone have that experience and and enjoy the outdoors. You know, if I can teach a little bit of something and, and, you know, show people what it's all about and they enjoy it and can, you know, go do it on there, you know, that's just a little, little, little more to it. Absolutely, man. Well, we appreciate you coming back on, man. It's been, it's been too long. It has been too long. A lot has happened. Yeah. (laughs) Like it was, this should have been like four episodes. Yeah. By now, yeah, but it, it's tough. It's no, tough. It's good stuff. We're all busy and everything. Yeah. You know, life happens and it goes on. It's but, all uh, good. Man. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back in the rack shack, even though it's a hundred degrees in here with that space heater. <laughs> it is warm. It's toasty. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It, <laughs> no, under it's all the good. table, it's like my feet are freezing, and then I'm I'm in a t-shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is thirty it is degrees, degrees outside. outside. Yeah. You can't beat that. No, it's awesome. Like, no, uh, it's all I'll, good. I'm looking forward to spring turkey with you guys. Hell yeah. Get out fun, there man. and lay down some, you know, maybe get some uh, hunts out of state, you know, Let's down do south and stuff yep. and uh, get some stuff on 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 plan and just Hell roll yeah. with it. Heck yeah. I like it. Yeah, all right. Boys. I like it. Well, let's wrap it up. It's it's our bedtime. It is. Uh, huge shout out to our sponsors, Veteran Innovative Products and Williams Archery. Thank you guys for your continued support. As always, go on iTunes or wherever you listen to our podcast and give us a five-star review. It'd be greatly appreciated. If you take a screenshot and send it to us, we'll send you out some stickers. You can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Go Wild, Twitter, all those fun places. Anywhere you can find podcasts where we're found, iHeartRadio, yep. Stitcher, Podbean. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, <I had> <laughs> until next week. Distraction is real. 
Yes, sir, boy. Spring, <laughs> I like spring it. Spring turkey. 2020. Spring turkey, baby. <laughs> Let's get it.